0: Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host, Kenny. I have with me our full party, although one of them will be a touch late. And starting off, we have our paladin. That would be me, Michelle, playing Gork. We have our cleric. That's me, Hayden, playing Ogden, the dwarven cleric. Our monk. Uh, that would be me, James, playing the monk, Tenchi. And our warlock. Lauren, I'm playing Vin, the Halfling Warlock. And we will be joined by Hammond Karn for the first time in quite a while. Uh, played by Paris, um, the Half-Elf Ranger. Or rather, we'll be joined with Paris, who is playing Hamon Karn, the Half-Elf Ranger. Uh, he'll be with us mm-hmm. not too long from now. So, let's go back to how we left the party last week. Uh, The party was being sucked up to the moon by a swirling vortex of blood from the slain lycanthrope abominations that they fought. Uh, Two of the party members have contracted lycanthropy, and uh, they're on their way to a false third moon of Uh, the, the The travel is almost instantaneous. I mean, it maybe takes a full minute to get there, which... You know, if it wasn't for the fact that really strong magic is going down, it would probably be a really uncomfortable, potentially deadly experience. But, you know, you know I mean, the whole the vacuum of space thing. Well, it's, you're not, like, actually leaving the planet. It's a false moon. So, Damn, I got really excited there for a second. Yeah. I imagine it's just kind of like a mini-moon that's hanging out above specific points in the continent. Yeah, it's it's in the air, it's... Maybe let's. I don't want to like put numbers to it, but it's high. It's it's up in the air. Um, you guys get there, uh, and the swirling blood cyclone sort of drops you onto the luminescent, almost like a like a soft gold, but more like you know you ever you ever have like those uh those glow in the dark stars that you can put onto like your ceilings and stuff when you're a kid. Oh, like that like like very plasticky almost in color but uh, that sort of like pale almost ivory kind of but it, the whole ground faintly glows um, what is the moon made out of i don't know do you want to touch the moon okay, it's <laughs> sure i'll i'll reach down and like put my hand on the moon because this is weird as fuck it feels cool to the touch uh, and it feels like it's made out of some sort of stone, maybe akin to limestone, but who knows exactly. So not cheese. No. Got it. No, it's definitely not cheese. Got and it. if it is a cheese, it's a very, very hard cheese that you would not be able to like p- pick up a fistful of it. It's not like Got a. It's a yeah, it's not like a like a like a like a soft cheddar or anything. <laughs> hey, uh, attention! Roll for deliciousness hold on Evan yeah you you consider putting the dust that your fingers accumulate to your lips and go this rock was made out of magic this is probably a bad idea (laughs) you know that common sense kicking in right that you were uh, blessed with with deals of the devil so Mm, yep um, anyway So you guys, uh, after a brief moment of mild comedy relief, uh, are sort of bear witness to a being sort of float down from this rock's sky. Uh, It is almost like a upside down teardrop of golden and uh, other types of light. Uh, And it has small, almost fairy-like wings on its sides that sort of flutter as it glides down. And inside of this teardrop is a single small face and, and like shoulder, like a bust, like a, soul, like a statue bust. And it seems to be mm-hmm. like holding a pair of hands in a, to, it, like holding its hands together like uh, a prayer. Its eyes are closed, although it very visibly has eyes, uh, but no other facial features. And it seems to be being almost entirely made out of this soft gold light. And it sort of comes down, and to its appearance, um, the other werewolves, uh, including the leader and the two robed ones, immediately. Uh, uh, what's the term? Uh, what's the. It's like. Prostration. Prostration, thank you. Uh, where they get on their knees, they lower their heads as low as it could go, hands on the ground, um, sort of very obviously bowing to this being. All right. Do you all follow suit or respect this being in any particular way at all, or do you just like, yeah, whatever, we've seen many of these already? Pretty much. Some my like deity. we will go ahead and bow. Okay. Yeah, I'll give him a bow at the hips. <laughs> um. Um, yeah, some kind of, I'm not gonna, uh, do the full prostrate, but... You know, like, some kind of bow, acknowledgement. Okay. Tenshi starts stretching. <laughs> <laughs> you never cease to amaze with how fucking anime you are. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. Right? A little bit. Two foot, just kind of. That was kind of the, the idea of this character, just super anime boy. Good. hmm Um, a little bit of levity never hurt. So... This thing comes down, and uh, it doesn't seem to be moving in any way that makes it look different than it already was, um, except that it opens its hands, and on one hand is a pair of eyes, and on the other hand is a mouth, and sort of almost as if like offering its hands forward to look and speak at you, hmm. the mouth begins to move, speaking the words. You've been brought here to impress me, I've heard and seen. Do you know even who I am and the divine that you stand before? You're Luna, right? The, the the head inside of the reverse teardrop nods. Well, then we're in the right place. But impress me you need to do still. You fought a couple of my alkalites, my devotees, to come and meet me. That was impressive... To some, perhaps. Enough to come to my doorstep. I hear the call of my brothers and sisters. You walk with them. But they are beneath me and lesser beings. If you wish to have me join your cause, your little crusade, you will need to impress me properly. So. With that, I can tell, I can even detect, say, that two of you have already begun to feel my influence. That is correct. Who has lycanthropy? Uh, that
1: would be Fork and Ogden.
0: Because Ogden cured me of mine. Right. Well, think about this, Tenchi. If I had not you be in constant pain because of your silvered bones. And I didn't get touched. Also, a werewolf monk would be a horrible idea. Well, yeah. You just bought constant. one last week. And it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, we haven't had a chance for a short rest in this entire time, have we? No, we've... minutes have passed. No, I just used my once a day ability to heal myself for so much damage, and that brought me almost up to fall, but. Yeah. Y'all are still screwed. <laughs> yeah, no, know. I don't have the opportunity to spend my hit die, or recover a hit die, yeah. yet. Well, let's go. So, all right. We're gonna raises her hands up and a halo of light appears around her hands and then she sort of like grabs it and stretches it like pushing her hands out and the halo continues to stretch out and the ring of light goes wide maybe a 50 foot circle and then she sort of like bends it to come down to the ground when it makes contact with the ground it shoots up and widens itself so it becomes a 30 foot tall wall That then caps itself in a dome. Hmm. You guys are now in very... Okay, so we're in place in a wall of light. Right. You guys are very, very simply in an arena. A very, very coliseum-like arena. Oh, so it it domed around us, or was it just on the ground? So, no. She took, like, a small halo of light that's maybe, like, a foot in diameter. Mm -hmm. And performed a gesture where it stretched out to be a 50-foot diameter circle. The circle... Mm -hmm fell down to the ground with you guys inside the circle. Mm. Like, all of you. All of you, the people here. Luna, the okay. werewolves. I missed that you guys, detail. Sorry. Stretch it out. <laughs> comes down. Walls shoot up. It, it caps itself off. So you guys are in quite literally a dome of light uh, with 30-foot-tall walls. 50-foot-tall walls. Um, and she takes, sort of floats back, or Luna floats back through the wall, and the, and the wiz, um, who's called the wizards? The, the lycanthropes follow her. Um, do you all attempt to follow as well? Sure. Okay. I guess this is her test. You all walk, or, well, Tenchi bumps into the wall. (laughs) Uh He draws out his, uh, his Mesa disruption. Okay. Anyone else drawing uh preparing themselves? Yes, uh Work Bridge is his great axe. And if I have the opportunity, I'm gonna go ahead and cast uh what was it, Death Ward on Tenchi. Okay. Continue stretching. Alright. Everyone make a constitution saving throw. Um mm. Yay. Oh damn it! It just kind of did that weird little bump where it was about to roll over to nineteen and then it went nah and rolled back to one. Yay! <laughs> I fucked up, guys. Sorry. I just
1: realized I'm like, nice. Same. I got a seven.
0: What do you think you have? seven. Nice. Well, at least one of us can still fight. So it's all up to you, Vin. Good luck. You got this. So everyone but Vin are. Frozen in place and moved. Shit. Yeah. Um, Hold on. We are frozen in place and moved. So. And then, yeah. Here, let me to speak towards you so you can hear better. Yeah. So imagine. I don't understand what this might mean. Like physically moved. It's like we're reflected okay. by whole person and moved out of well, the way. Well, specifically, like by okay. the spell levitate. I'm not going to tell you that's what the spell is, but the, that's the sort of effect okay. we're talking about. Okay. I didn't know if that was like another thing kind of like, um, what is it, like, unsturdy or. Yeah. Interesting that that's a constitution save, though. Huh. Yeah, it's actually a strength save. I, uh, I, I uh, I was, I, I was wrong. But, uh, it doesn't matter. This, right, is a, this is this so is. We're this,
1: not in combat yet, but can I cast a spell?
0: Um, you can, actually. Alright, I'm gonna cast uh, Armor of Agathis at second okay, level. Okay. How bad is everyone doing? Um, I'm not doing bad at all. It's just the fact that I only have four first level spikes left. No. I, Shit. Kept all my high level ones. I have no fifth level spells, so I can't do mass cure wounds anyway. Never mind. It's going to be a real good test, guys. So, you guys are. Imagine that the arena is like this. You guys are all kind of put in that sort of formation. Except for All me, right. so let's just okay. say that one of the dots is not there, then you can be wherever you want under inside the dome. <laughs> but everyone else is put into pairs, with Ogden and Bork being one pair standing right next to each other, and uh, Tenchi is put, like, 20 feet away from them, parallel, on the other side of the dome. <clears throat> so we're split up again, kind of like the um, fire. Except for no walls dividing us, it seems. Yeah, there's, no, there's yeah. no walls dividing the party. Um, and then... You hear Luna's voice... Echo through the walls... And reverberate against... Uh, the walls as well. And it's... Luna says... There will be no death here... Not on my moon... Not within the shine of my light. However... Whichever of the... Whichever pair of you... Those under my influence... And those not under my influence... Whoever wins will determine how I will help you. <laughs> what? Wait, can you see that again? Basically, Luna said, There are four of you, and no one will die under my light.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: However, each pair each pair of you will attempt to beat the other pair. The pair that wins will determine how I will help you in your cause. So we have to be Vim and I have to beat Fork and Ogden? That's correct. All right, Ogden. Let's do this, then. Okay. No. Tenshi just says, no. Or okay. can I not speak during the whole thing? You can, well, you can talk. Okay, I just say, no. All right. You just, uh, not, not with it? Yeah, I'm... I'm I'm not about that. Cool. Like, what? why do you want us to fight our friends? We don't fight allies. What's not the point of having them? Luna does not respond. However, <sighs> um, Ogden and Bork, you guys make a... Uh, fuck, there's no save to this. This is cinematic as fuck. Uh, you guys <laughs> become... In the hybrid form that your bodies would take to be a werewolf. Okay, so I get even furrier. Yep. <laughs> so, question: Are uh, weapons Yep. silvered ones? Yeah. Are they? Are the uh, handles wrapped in something not silver so we can still wield them? I don't know. Are they? I would assume so. Ah, well, what a good save. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So you two are fucking werewolves now. And you are... Does that change our stats at all, or what? Let's not make this complicated. Okay. Let's call it mostly an aesthetic choice. Okay. So I assume this means that uh, we've now got this uh, irresistible bestial urge that's going to make us attack our friends. Well, you guys are being told by Luna's voice that rings in your head that should you two best your, your allies... They will not die, not under her light. But if you two are victorious, there will be infinite glory for you and all of yours. Should your should your allies win, it will not be as wonderful. Do we do both teams hear this? Our no. No. Just 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 Ogden and uh, Bork hear that. Okay. And, so we um, don't know that we're fighting our friends. No, the, the the first thing where you guys were told you're you're gonna fight each other and that no one will die here, everyone heard that. Right. Okay. So that that last yeah. bit is was just for the divine two that are now um, werewolves. All right. All right. So.
1: Win.
0: Yeah. Uh, three, two, one, initiatives. Oh, side notes. Um, the two that are de- the the uh, Bork and Ogden, you guys do not have access to any of your crystal uh, b- blessings. Oh no! All of Bork's smites. I I have changed aspects of your cl- of your class features, and I will reveal the alternative effects when you use them. <laughs> Okay. So think about that. Okay. Okay. So initiative up. Um Mark got a six. Let's see. Ogden got a four. Then she got a twenty. I got a four. Of course it did. Vin got a what? Four. Um, Ben and Ogden, you guys tied. Who has the higher dexterity score? Probably Ben, because I got a zero. Oh, I have two. Plus two. Okay. Okay, uh, Tenchi, you're up on the initiative. Uh, I'm paralyzed in place, so I do nothing. No, you're not. Once you guys were moved- I'm, I'm sorry, I should have said. Once you guys were moved, that effect ended. Okay she still does nothing. I'm not fighting my friends. This is stupid. Okay. Um, do you want to hold your action for anything, or do you just want to pass? I'll set up patient... I'll take the uh, the dodge action. I'm not going to use passive defense... Uh, the, the special monk ability for yeah. it. I'll actually just use the action to set up dodge. Okay. You take the dodge action. Uh, yep. Come on, partner. You're letting me down. Bork, you're up. With a 6? Yes. Yeah, because Vin and I both wrote 4s. Yeah, right? Welcome to being the speedy one in the group. Right. What is speedy? (laughs) Alright. Well, I've been told that if I best my my buddies, who will not be harmed, we'll get help. So I'm going to go to uh, one of them, which is... Ben's, Ben's odd stretchy. Even. That would be Ben. So I'm gonna go up and try to hit Ben. Okay. Odd uh, does a I'm pretty sure it's gonna attack you, I'm so sorry. Um that would be a twenty-three to hit yeah, that hit me. Okay. Roll, roll. <laughs> sorry. I'm so sorry. Roll damage. I'm it. Like, oh, you won't
1: die. So, all right. Okay, so 16, and that's
0: 21 damage, five okay. of which is radiant. Alright, okay. are you are you gonna smite? No, that wasn't even a smite. I rolled almost max damage on everything. Okay, but are you gonna well I guess you have you would have had to smite on hit, not on damage. Um okay, then is that your turn?
1: Yep. Um okay,
0: so So there's Bork standing on, in front of you. Huh? So there's a Bork right in front of you. Right. Uh that was how many points of damage? Twenty three? Twenty-one I third, I thought. Twenty-one? <laughs> Keep in mind, they're also a werewolf now. I'm right. specifically fighting with my weapon, not biting anybody, or slashing at anybody. Hold on, Alright, so I have armor of Agathisa, Yes. which gives me 10 temporary hit points, and also you get 10 cold damage when I get hit, so... Yeah, so... Okay you so, lose all of those temporary hit points you take 10 cold I was just oh. I was just clarifying for my math you you lose all of the temporary hit points and therefore yep. uh Bork you take 10 cold damage 10 yeah but I still take yeah. sort of the difference between Correct so you still take 13 yeah. or 11 excuse me That's What sort to say I think sounds right Right Sorry. Right. Okay And now it's my turn? Correct. Here's your initiative. Uh,
1: how close is Ogden to me? 20 feet.
0: Hmm? 20 feet. I'm sorry, that was 20 feet you said? Yeah, 20 feet away. Okay. Uh, alright, I am going to... If I back up, does that give working the of Opportunity? Yes. It depends on how much you back up. If you just five. No, this isn't three five. You have to disengage action. <laughs> um, Which eats up your action, you're gonna be able to cast a spell. Yep.
1: Well, I'm gonna cast lightning bolt.
0: Alright, do you wanna do you wanna circle around Bork so you can hit both of them? Um, yes, I wanna hit both of them. Alright, so you have to like maybe shimmy around Bork a little until you're like and there it is. Bork is right in front of me. Uh huh. It wouldn't be too much. Like most of the room is within a line. Right. Between. You between can easily them. make a line between two people. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah. And you wouldn't. And you wouldn't leave Bork's throat range basically. Yep. Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to try and hit both of them. All right. Well, I believe that just imposes the deck saving throw, doesn't it? Yep. In uh fifth. Casting a spell within uh, threat range doesn't provoke an attack opportunity anymore? I don't believe nope, so. it. Away with that long. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Alright, so deck save. Fort <laughs> botched. <laughs> well, there's that nat 20 I've been looking for. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so you're about to get shocked. Alright, oh, well. Fantastic. Yeah, Lauren, go ahead and roll damage, and then Ogden, you'll take half of what she rolls. Okay.
1: So great. So.
0: Sorry,
1: it's a lot of I only have so
0: many D sixes. That's yeah, fine. It's fine. That is uh thirty-five damage. All right. Jeez. So Bork, you're taking thirty-five, was it? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, Ogden, you take half of that rounded down. Okay. Would that be 16? No. That'd no, be... That's yes. 17, 17. Yeah, it'd be 17. Alright. Alright. And is that all you wanted to do? Just cast Lightning Bolt? Or? Um, and I want to, uh, move away... Okay. Well, you've already moved to get a round board in order to cast lightning bolt to both of us, right? Um, yeah. I mean, I moved maybe a couple feet. Um, let's, let's say you were able to angle it, but re- re- remember that if you do move, you will provoke an attack of opportunity. I guess I'll just stay still... I'm not going to be able to move out of force range anyway. Mm. Yeah. All right.
1: At least I can get rushed from...
0: <laughs> yeah, you can't get charged again. Charging does yeah, extra damage. Right. Um, okay then. Uh, Ogden, you're up. So you say... Our, uh, our blessings have been changed, right? No. Your blessings do not... You don't have any of your crystal blessings. But character abilities that your that your class has given you, their natures have changed. So if you do something, I will tell you if it does something different. I have a little list for everybody. Okay, well that's actually changes up what I was planning on doing. Um I am going to That is a oh shit that's a fifth level spell. Alright, um, you know what? I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on myself to give myself a uh, plus 2 to AC. Okay. And uh, rush up to engage Tenchi. Alright. You are able to reach him, he is only 20 feet away from you. Do you want to attack him, or, I guess that's your action, isn't it? Oh, uh, hold on a second, actually, yeah, is Shield of Faith the, uh... Oh yeah, you're right, Shield of Faith is a bonus action. Fuck yeah. yeah, I'll attack him. Okay. You take disadvantage on the tackle. How so? I set up dodge as, a, as my action last All right. Week. Okay, uh, I want another... to oh. impo- import to you that your, that your spell, Shield of Faith, Looks different than it normally does. Normally, normally it manifests oh, itself in a regular, like, you know, shield that protects you. Mm-hmm. But when you cast it, a moon symbol hovers above the edge of your the end of your weapon. Hmm. Neat. All right. Uh, attack. Well, that just happened. I got an eighteen and a twelve. My base attack bonus and proficiency is. Plus 6, so 18 minimum to hit. Damn it! Yeah, that'll hit. Alright, that'll hit twice then? Alright. Um, I can't hit twice because I don't have, uh, oh, anymore? I have bonus action to do my plus 1 attack. The, I have a disadvantage, that's why there's Yep, yeah. yep, gotcha. gotcha. Alright, so uh, 1d8 of bludgeoning. Yep. Boy, first time I've used using my mace in a while. And plus that's... one 1d4 gotcha. uh, necrotic. Where the hell my D4? There it is. Alright. So seven buzzing and three necrotic, so ten damage total. Okay. You gain temporary hit points equal to the necrotic damage you dealt. Alright, three temporary. Sweet. Alright, that's my turn. Alright, initiative resets. Tenchi, you up, baby. All right, I'm going to use Step on the Winds, burning that key point. Moving over to Bork, and I am going to uh, use a disarming attack. Okay. I'm burning my uh, my martial adept. Yep. Um. Uh, and that is an attack, I do believe, plus my E6. No, 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 you add the superiority you die to the damage. Is that really how that works? I believe so. Here, I'll check.
1: Yeah, I'm doing it now.
0: Disarming attack. Mm-hmm. Forcing it. You add the superior... Yeah, okay, so you just attack them. If you hit... Add your superiority die to the damage roll. In the miss, they must make a strength save. On a failed save, they drop their weapon, or drop the object you choose. Right, okay. So. Um, 19. My
1: armor class
0: is 19. Um, I've always given it to the favor of defenders, so that's a miss. Alright, I'll just make my extra attack run. Okay. No, I get two attacks plus, no wait, that one, that bonus attack. So, and a two, so that's not going to hit either. Lower. Yep, and kind of with my free action, I'm just saying this doesn't need to happen. Alright, Bork, you're up. I mean, um, you got a Vin and a Tenchi on you. Yep. Well, Tenchi just tried to take away my weapon, and works kind of really partial to his weapon. Although, Vin did fry him. Yup. Yeah, he fried him. He's kind of <laughs> pissed about that. Not really pissed. He understands. Don't worry, Lauren. But, but, but that hurt. And that's definitely going to hit. 17 plus 9. Were you attacking? Yeah. Um, no, she's, uh, Vork's attacking uh, Ben. Okay. Do you want to take a reaction, or of any kind? I can't. I can't. Okay. I'll have anything that can do that. Right. And because I've been told that I need to, to do this to, to be able to get, um, whatchamacallit, um, favor from Luna, I'm going to go ahead and do one of my first little smites as well. Okay you counter spell? Uh, ooh. I don't think you can counterspell Smite, can you? I don't know, but I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> because I might just give it to you because it's flavorful as fuck. You're <laughs> just <laughs> dispelling the art the, uh, divine magics around it. That that would be fucking dope. That would be awesome. Can you counter spell as a bonus action, though, or as a reaction? Yes. I'm pretty sure that's the yes. point of having it. It's oh. the only spell that is itself a reaction. That's nice. Uh, there's a couple of spells that actually are reactions, but yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah, they, oh. tend, they tend to be defensive. That's good. Yeah, casting time for counterspell is one reaction, which you take when you see a creature within 60 feet. All right, so let's talk about this for a second. Because as the rulebook reads, this would not work. Because Counterspell specifically targets a character who is casting a spell within 60 feet of you. And Bork is not casting a spell. They are expending a spell slot to fuel an ability. Now, I understand that in this particular situation, there is clearly some favoritism at play, but I thematically really enjoy the concept of using counterspell and similar dispel magic effects um, to undo spell-like abilities or things that use spell slots as fuel. I wanted to talk about it for everybody. How do we feel about that as a as sort of a... Um I'm honestly perfectly fine if she wants to dispel, but... I will not take offense to it or anything. That's pretty cool as well. Well, bear so in mind this just means we can counterspell the big bosses coming up if they are burning spell slots for something else. Right. Now, bear so in mind that your, means as a DM, you want to give us that kind of power. Well, that means that the shoe's also on the other foot. That's something that I can now do as well. Oh. It it changes the way we go about this. This is a, this is homebrewing a rule, and it would go both ways. Cool. I don't have spell slots to burn, but okay, go for it. <laughs> so it's a big, dis- it's I a big don't exactly choice. I burn spell slots for any of my um, abilities. I burn channel, uh, channel divinity stuff, and right. I use spell slots. Bork's really the only one who uh, converts spell slots into anything, so this would affect uh, Bork the it most. It would also affect them, so I feel like he should have the function. It would set. also affect them. Yeah. This, well, all this, of my spells are straight up spells, so it would work within the. Context of counterspell, anyway. Right. Well, what what he's saying is that it would affect you the most as well oh. because it changes the mm-hmm. applications of your counterspell. Because I know, I know, um, Ogden, you have dispel magic, but you don't counterspell because they're now separate spells. Yeah, I believe they are. Um, okay. So, I mean, I'm I, I thematically really enjoy this. I also understand the. the the shift in power that this causes—is um, anyone outright against it? Nope. Nope. Does anyone want this? Yes. This sure. is awesome. This sounds amazing. All right. So, as of this moment, in this campaign, and if I like it a lot, and like we do, we have a couple more interactions with them over the course of this campaign, and I really, really like this, I will probably homebrew this and continue to use it in future campaigns but as of now counterspell the spell and dispel magic the spell can be used to either interrupt or remove uh, effects that are caused from spell-like abilities that use spell slots as a fuel
1: okay so
0: now if, if there's other abilities that go like you know, you cast, like, for example, any of the, like, Monk's uh, Way of the Four Elements stuff, Ooh. where it's like you use key points to cast a spell, basically, yeah. that would not be affected by this, because you're not using spell slots for it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Be- Let's see how this works. Okay, I'm cool with it. Let's go. You counterspell the level one smite, be, and because it's a uh, lower than a third level spell slot, it immediately is beaten by counterspell. Cool. But he still gets his hit. Yes, okay. you're still going to get bashed. Uh, She's not quite as hard. Um, yeah, definitely not as hard as last time. Um, that is 12 damage. And I'm also going to take my second attack as well, though. Okay. Which is going to hit probably with a 22. Yes
1: pretty much
0: a thing. Got me. <laughs> I'm sorry, Vin. Okay. Um, and that's another
1: uh, 11 damage.
0: I'm still on the face. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, that armor of Gathas, oh, it I'm okay. sure, was a big deal. Yeah, I should have <laughs> cast it at a higher level. Sick <laughs> time. Uh, you know you'd be fighting your allies. You know, hold on a second. I, I, I want to think about that actually. Because if I remember the way Warlock spellcasting works, you get a small amount of spells per day, but you basically can cast all of your spells at the highest known level. Yeah. I don't you know. I think as I said I cast that second level, I was just like, why didn't I cast it at higher level? But then I, I didn't. I late. thought you had to cast spells at a higher level. At the highest level possible. Well, no. You don't have to. But Never mind. I'm, I'm glad that you were already aware that that system is there and it's in your favor. And I'm sure it won't yeah, be... Yeah, I in... just didn't think of it. That's fine. Moving forward, a thing to think about. We need play in other kinds of spellcasters. Yeah. Alright, so. Uh, you just got damaged. It is now your turn.
1: Alright. Um... I'm sorry.
0: It's okay. Can I cast a spell and drink a potion in the same... Does a potion drinking count as, like, a move action? No. How does that work? Uh, Let me check. I think that's an actual... Yeah, trigger. I think it's the use action, which is a regular action. But let me... Let me look. Oh, hey, um, in uh, 5th edition, you can use, you can move between attacks. Between actions. I can move between what? Actions. What? What? So, like, last round, when you, like, shimmied around Bork, and then cast a spell, and then wanted to move, and we were like, you can't do that, you, you can do that. Yeah, okay. What? Holy shit, what page is that on? Um, page 190. Breaking up your move. You can break up your movement on your turn using some of your speed before and after your action. For example, if you have a speed of 30 feet, you can move 10 feet, take your action, and then move 20 feet. Wow. Oh, that's fucking awesome. Also, yeah. I just read Warlocks, uh, the Warlock Magic, spell slots. For example, when you are a 5th level, you have two third level spots. Cast the 1st level spell Thunderwave. You must spend one of those slots and cast it as a third level spell. Okay, then. Then you <laughs> have to cast it at your maximum yeah, level. Yeah. All right. You had you had to cast Armor of Gath as a fifth level. Whoops. So well, go ahead and give level, your. Whatever you yeah. Well, what level are you? Uh, it would have been at fourth level because that's my highest spell. So then, gain ten hit points. Bork, take ten more cold damage. For more damage. Yep. Okay. Okay, so I know it's slightly after the fact, uh, but I did just get damaged, so I want to do Misty Escape, which is a uh, Fae ability I have. Oh right, yeah, that's that's Finish a, a reaction. Finish when arms, turn invisible, and teleport sixty feet away. Wait, okay. is that your reaction, of Action. Yeah, that's her reaction. Okay, that a reaction. Oh, I just. I she cast counterspell fine. That's true. Yep. Sorry,
1: girl. I'm, I'm holding that then. <laughs> All
0: right. Um, <laughs> I'm going to uh cast lightning bolt again. All right. And because we don't have a battle board, let's say you could once again lighten up on both of the opponents. It, I'm pretty the... sure if she just like moves around to the side of she to be able to get in the straight. Yeah, line. yeah, yeah. I mean. That is a dexterity save, bro. Yep. All right, so deck save right. again for the double. Oh yeah, it's there. It is. I <laughs> uh, might fail. That's an eleven. Are we both making? Yeah, seven? yeah, yeah. Yeah, nope. you're you're getting like lightning bolted as well. Okay, so another deck save, sure. Yeah. Um, I failed. I got a four. Okay, you guys yeah. both take mm-hmm. full damage. You know, if you guys were smart. Roll let's it, roll it, roll it. Uh, I'm, if you guys were smart, and I'm only saying this now because I uh, I think this is going to end the fight, uh, potentially. If you guys were smart, Tenchi, you'd be going around and wave the open-fisting people to give them disadvantage on their deck saves? I'm not trying to hurt my friends. I right. don't want to fight them. They're my allies. That's not the point. Having a test against Red Dragon? Sure, that's an outside threat. I'm not going to fight my friends. Haven't you always wanted to see how you'd stack up, though? Sure, but not when we're being forced to fight against our wills. If Ogden wants to put on the gloves and duke it out before we get back to the planet, yeah, alright, I'll do that. That's for fun and for sport. But right now we're fighting for somebody's amusement, and that's not okay. So, what's the damage on that ban? 32. <laughs> why do I need to deal damage when you can dish out that? I mean, one more hit and I'm dead, but... Good to know! Well, that's always pretty much the case, but... Yeah, you can take, like, one or two solid beats, mm-hmm. and then that third one, no matter how bad or how light it is, it's probably probably under. Yeah. Right then, Bork. How many hit points do you have?
1: Uh, forty-five.
0: Bork. Um, I. Right <laughs> like now or
1: total. How, What how I have? More?
0: Twenty-one. Okay, he's asking Bork. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. You good? Again, are you asking total or left? Um, both. Um, I have got eighty-five, and I have taken fifty-five damage. Taken fifty five? Yeah. No, it should have been sixty. Yeah. It was thirty five and thirty two. Yeah, by my numbers, you've taken seventy seven damage. But also, oh, he didn't gain any uh, bonus health, did he? No. Okay. Math. Orc's still I, up? Thirty five and then two tens, so that that's fifty five. Well, right. So and I'm not oh, what all... you guys are, are getting at seventy. <laughs> because you just got smacked by two bolts of lightning. Yeah, you just took another lightning bolt for like Okay. Yeah, I didn't hear that. Okay. I didn't hear the damage. I didn't know the damage was already Yep. Yeah. Yep, 32. Sorry. It's uh 32. Okay. All right. Okay, Vin, is that your initiative? Yeah, uh, down. Are yeah, you though? Or are you reduced to one? Well, I'm reduced to one. Yeah. Alright, next is Fork. No, I lied, Ogden. Ogden, with his dying breath, collapses to his knees and then falls on his face as his HP is lightning bolted away. Wow. Hmm. (laughs) I've started less than half health, so what do we expect? Ah, yes, I forgot that you took a ton of damage. Yeah, I took the beats last turn because my AC sucks. (laughs) Alright, and then, uh, okay, then top of the initiative order, it's Tenchi. Is this what you wanted? He he shouts to Luna. Is you just wanted us to fight for your amusement, for your for your gain, your benefit to see what? How well we could smack each other around? There's no respect. We're not our own enemies. You're in the way of you're you're in the way of of finishing this of ending this blight against the world. Is that what you want? There's no response. Alright, fine. I'm just going to smack Bork for the last little hit. And he's going to do it with, like, complete and total remorse for having to do it. Now? Yeah, does a 24 hit your AC? Then, if you were reduced to one, then you're done. Okay. Um, both of you who have fallen down, you are at one hit point, an unconscious, and stable. Okay. No, okay, no death saves. All right. As Bork uh, crumples to the ground, uh, having gritted through a second bolt of lightning fresh to the grill, uh, almost a, a, a slap on the back from from Tenji uh, puts Bork to his knees and then face on the ground. Um, as Bork hits the ground, the um, the, the light fades away. And uh, you guys see a rather uplifting sight. You see Gnome standing with his boot on the throat of the werewolf leader. Undine with a, her trident to one of the uh, other Alkalites. Dryad has subdued the other one with a prison of roots. And the other sprites or the other crystal spirits, have brought themselves and have subdued Luna with Salamandro's uh, spear um, plunged into Luna's heart and pulls from it a black bead. A black bead? Bead. Like, a like almost like a musket round, like, just a small oh, little... Oh, no, yeah, okay, okay. Uh, the Salamandro throat like with with his weapon like flicks it to the ground where it lands immediately a small like pit like it like blights the ground it touches uh having that removed from luna uh luna falls to the ground kind of like i mean it's a being that levitates so it's weird but whatever um she lands yeah and uh, the crystal spirits all like look at you all and sort of nod, like you guys know what to do, right? And poof, back mm-hmm. out of existence. Uh, we can throw your pokeballs, <laughs> right? Um. So you, so so those beings are st- the 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 werewolves are still being like held down by the magic forces that be, like, whether it's a bunch of fucking rocks from gnome, uh, a prison of water from Undine, or roots from Dryad. Luna lies there relatively motionless. Um, and your two allies are still unconscious, but Vin and uh, Tenchi, you stand uh, amidst this current situation. Uh, Vin, see if you can wake the two up, and if you have any health portions, I'd... So just talking them now, and I'll run over to uh, to Luna to see if I can talk to her at least. Okay. So you approach Luna, and you see the black bead on the ground. Do you interact with that, with that at all, or are you going straight to Luna? I'm going to give it a wide berth. Sure. As you walk I past have... it, um, you can see the symbol of the Sunderer's hammer on the bead. Nothing I can do about it. Right. Unfortunately. But uh Luna lay on the ground. Um it's praying hands like on the on the ground as well and open and like palms up. And the eyes aren't there, the mouth isn't there like it was before. They're just plain palms. Uh do you try to wake Luna? I take it. Yeah, I like I sit behind her and just try to cradle her head. I, I, I'm assuming she's not entirely case in this weird egg-shaped thing. Kind of. Okay, yeah. then I'll just kind of like see if I can pick up the, the end where her head is. Yeah. And just kind of like, I don't know, just kind of like comfort her and try and like shake her awake and okay. kind of like... So yeah. the, the moment you do any of that, really, uh, Luna sort of shakes to its its senses and sort of floats up in front of you. Its eyes open And it has a mouth. And it says, Thank you. You and my brothers and sisters have saved me from the Sunderer's influence. Those werewolves praised me like a goddess. And in my nativity, I trusted them. When I was first born into being. The first night I gave them out of kindness so they could be themselves. And in that night, in their gained power... I was overwhelmed by their numbers, and one of them shoved that black bead into my being. And ever since then, I have been unconscious, although witnessing my own power be abused and used for their evil purposes. You wouldn't be the first to fall, fall prey to him. Nor will I be the last, I fear. During this time, I assume then you've been off to aid your fallen? Right. I'm going to give them each... A uh, healing potion. Okay. Um, That is 2d4 plus 2. Okay. you want to roll that? Yeah, um, go for it. it. Unless you manage to roll 2 0. Oh, you're administering it to us. Yeah. Oh, oh, so I roll it? Okay. Makes sense. Yeah. Mm, bottle clear. 4 plus 2, so um, did you get 6? Alright, thank you. And fork, you get five. And both of those actions will wake you. Okay. <coughs> Ugh. Ugh. Oh, Ugh. I got a hairball. The, yeah, the <laughs> moment that the bead left Luna, you guys are no longer in this hybrid werewolf form. Fuck okay. my beard, that's awful. Well, at least it's your beard and not your mangy, scraggly fur. I'm not entirely sure on that though. <laughs> it's okay. Check it out later. Uh, so, um, Luna sort of rises to her being again, and sort of floats over to the rest of the party, and uh, and thanks you for freeing her of the Sunderer's grasp.
1: Sure thing. Um. Do it. Uh, yes, uh, we're glad you're feeling better.
0: And uh, she sort of looks to you all and asks, what's to be done of that bead? Uh. Gnome, do you want to break that? I can't. You probably can't. <laughs> I just kind of call out to, to Gnome if he can huh? hear me. Gnome, do you want to break that? Gnome, you hear Gnome, and he's like, no, I would never touch it. Honestly, bashing it into the depths of space comes to mind. I don't want to pick it up. I don't even want to go near it. I fear picking it up. You, you, you pick it up. What? You said you don't want to pick it up. I said I fear picking it up. Yes. I'm not going to it up. Yeah. Okay. I'm concurring with everybody else. Don't touch it. <laughs> I thought you were like, I pick it up. I'm like, really? <laughs> 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 we, we've learned better by this point I yeah. would hope anyway yeah. okay well maybe we can break it by smashing it with our weapons I don't so, want to so get so well for it. us last time Right. I, it's going to turn into Lord of Rings. I don't want to get near that uh, Luna turns to you and says however I will not be able to help you I am still in a weakened state uh, that bee took from me what what makes me f- full? The halo that you saw. I don't know where it is, but it is somewhere on this rock that we stand on. Hmm. Well then. I don't know. How big is this moon? Hard to say. <laughs> I was about to say, I could probably just start running laps to see if I can find it. Yeah. Um... Let me, well, uh, let's my take... Guess is it's never... Say what? Let's, let's take a fiver. Okay. And then when we come back, we'll resolve the halo. Alright. Alright, sounds good. Alright, and we're back from our little break. Um, our ranger should be joining us soon, but I'm not going to hold the night. So, the party, uh, was tasked with helping Luna find... Oh, there he is. Yeah. Oh, called it. Can you hear me? Yeah, crystally. Yeah, let's nope. look. All right, so here's what's happened since you were last with the party in the desert. Okay. A lot. <laughs> um, you guys went to the fire crystal, or where the fire crystal used to be, near the middle of the desert. You guys found a, a giant mountain. Um, you know what? It was about at this time that I, your dungeon master, spent a long few moments. Catching Haman Karn up to the things that he had missed. You're welcome. This is a post-edit. Bye. So, now that Haman Karn is all caught up, knows that he's standing on a <laughs> false moon in the night sky, and uh, just watched half of his party beat the crap out of the other half of his party, um, <laughs> uh, things can continue to occur. So, what happens next is you guys have been tasked to find the halo, from, for Luna. She offers okay. to use what remaining power she has to mend your wounds. Uh, and restore yourselves. You guys get all of your spells back that you've lost. And all of your hit points. Thank you, Yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Yeah, because uh, half your party in like single digit hit point range. <laughs> uh, no, I'd go for two thirds. Uh, Three fifths, actually. That's right. Anyway, so you guys set yourselves off to go and search for the halo that's on this false moon. However, as you guys prepare yourselves to do so, the black bead on the ground begins to quiver uh, and shake, oh boy. and then rise into the air, and then almost as if it's like a like a worm trying to wheel its way out of a out of a rotten apple. Um, let me see. How big is this thing? That doesn't sound good. That. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh that's what you want. That crawls out of the back of it, and every moment it moves out of it, it grows in size until it is of gargantuan size. Oh my god. <laughs> which means. Can you just can a, a picture one a... for? I was looking at my character. Congratulations guys. That's friendly. We've officially become Mass Effect. We're fighting a giant worm <laughs> in space. Yeah, um, All imagine... Right, well, yeah, imagine this thing is approximately like the sandworms from uh, Beetlejuice. Oh god. That's uh... Those things aren't very pleasant. No. Uh, <laughs> The entire bead's evil is destroyed in creating this beast. However, it has the searing brand of the Sunderer's Hammer on its section, on its midsection. It roars like worms can. Uh, roll initiative. Oh boy. Hmm. What what level are you now, Paris? (coughs) I don't even, I don't even, I, uh... (laughs) You should be level 9. Um, uh, oh wait, I did it better. That's better! Probably not 9 on my sheet, cause so I don't even remember the last time I uh, leveled up. Are we supposed to be level 9? I have level 8 written down, but I probably just... it. change You guys are one level behind me. Oh, okay. So you should be level 9. Okay. Right. Is everybody else level 9? Right. Okay. See. Oh man, did I not hurt the.?
1: Oh, uh, no, maybe it's on here.
0: Yeah, because I straight up cannot remember the last time I leveled it. This, uh.
1: Bronzo, please?
0: 7 Let's see. This is what I need. This is why I need a book so I can just. Let's see here. What skills do I have?
1: Vin, what's well, your initiative?
0: Let me just roll a initiative first. And then. <laughs> Vin, what's your initiative? I have a 7. 7. Common card. I am... Oh boy, that was not a, that was not a good move. Um, uh, 12. Okay. Bork, what's your initiative? Four. We better not be going second this time. Tenchi. Uh, no. uh, I got a, uh... What was that? 23. There it is. Ogden. Bringing up the rear for three. Woo! All right. And by the way, if it wasn't made clear, um... The Ogden and... Hold on. The place next door. I was trying to turn the game down a little bit on the mic, so. Nice. Don't. Thank you. you hear minimal. Okay, there we go. Alright, and, uh. Alright, that's everyone's initiative. It is Temchi's turn. This thing is maybe uh, 30 feet from the party. It is also. And it's colossal in size. It's gargantuan in size. Argentrine, so that's only one size down from Colossal, right? You know, let me take a quick... (laughs) Let me take a quick look on size. (laughs) Not that it matters to me at this point. Alright. Size, size, size. Why am I bad at indexes? (laughs) Because indexes can sometimes be very confusing. (laughs) Oh, there it goes. Uh, yes. It is a, a twenty by twenty or larger creature. Oh boy. Okay. So So let's say that this thing day... I guess it's time to ride the worm. Yeah, let's let's say that this worm is, is, is it's like resting now in a coil so it takes up a perfect twenty by twenty. Uh, but let's say that it's its girth is like eight to ten feet and it's maybe sixty feet long. And yeah. mm-hmm. it's a big word. one. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. uh, I'm gonna run up to it and start climbing on it. All right. How much movement <laughs> speed do you want to use? Hmm. You said it was 20 feet from us or 30 feet from us? Uh, let's say 20. All right. I will spend the 20 to get up to it. Uh, the you said it was 10 feet tall. Yeah. In, in okay, so you 10 to get up there. That's 30. I still have 20 left. ...to run to what I can assume to be its head. I don't know. Sure, that's good. So, anatomically, it would be sitting on the, quote, nape of its neck. All right, I get you. And I'm going to lay into it with flurry of blows. So, that's four attacks. All right, so you jump on top of this gigantic... ...fucking worm monster and punch (laughs) it in its face. Yeah, more or less. All right. So, first attack is nat 20... Second okay. attack is a 21. First flurry of blows is a 23. Second flurry of blows, god damn, is it 25. All right, you hit it with so everything. So right that 20, uh, 21, 24, and a 25. Yep. You mean business, please. <laughs> I've already had it with this moon. <laughs> I didn't want to fight my friends. I didn't want to have to deal with another fucking black card object. And now there's a giant moon <laughs> I've had my phone <laughs> weirdness for today. Uh, Mark the lost key. Uh, so, first one is max damage, so it's uh, 10 damage. Mm-hmm. Second one is... Seven damage. Other seven damage. And, ooh, whopping five damage. Uh, flurry of blows give me some weird shit. So tell um, me, what was the t- total of that? Because I did not pay attention to that flurry of numbers you threw. Seven. No, ten, seven, seven, five. So 15 plus 14 is 29. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty, give me a sec. Flirts, sure. Tech. Uh. Okay. Uh, for open hand technique, uh, it can't make any reactions until the end of my next turn. I don't know how I'm gonna do this to a worm, but pass a dexterity saving throw of 14 or be knocked prone. Oh, it can't be prone, so never mind. All right. It's a worm. Um. Right. (laughs) You know, the one. Um, Make a constitution saving throw the same amount, 14. That's a 16 to pass. 16? Yeah. Alright, it passed. Alright. Next on the initiative docket is. it. Alright, well, it is going to ignore Tenchi and breathe acid in a 60 foot cone in front of it. Oh man, I made the smart choice. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, Everyone that isn't Tenchi, make a deck save. Oh god. Oh god. How bad? 16? 18. Okay. You guys are all within her radius, so you add what plus two to yeah. your save? Oh yeah, you add um what's it? Plus two to oh, your yeah. saving throw. Uh, plus two to saving throw. Oh right. Thanks for reminding me. Eighteen. I'd uh, very uh, much like you guys to not die. Eleven? Okay. Sixteen. That's not so much for that. Sixteen. Uh Vin is the only yeah. failure. Everyone else takes the full dam or everyone everyone else takes half damage. A roll a total of 28 damage, so everyone takes 14 except for Ben, who takes uh, 28. So, 14? Yep, and that is acid damage. Okay. It is then going to cast a spell at will. Um. On Tenchi, make a strength saving throw. Okay. I mean, unless Vim has something to say about that. Oh, uh. Sure. Because <laughs> I know you have it. Yes. Counterspell? <laughs> Alright, you counterspell it. Mm hmm. Alright, never mind. If I rolled a four. Nice. That'd be really nice. <laughs> 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 you would have taken a lot of damage. Yeah. Well then, uh, that's it's an issue. Ah. Um, Karn, you up? Oh boy. Oh, um, I am. Oh man.
1: You know uh, what's.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, are first, what's the what's the layout like? You are on the surface at? of the moon. Okay. Just some probably rough, not rough terrain in terms of mechanics, but just like uneven ground, right. like the surface of the moon. Um, and you are about twenty feet from this thing. You are in front of it, standing in a somewhat organized group with your allies. Okay. Except well, for Tenji, who's who's on this so, thing like yeah. a mechanical bolt. <laughs> I am going to hunters mark All right. the the thing. Yep. And then I'm going to shoot it. Alright, so you get two attacks? Alright, I gotta remember my whole overly complicated thing now. Oh yeah. Colossal hunter or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right. Tease. <laughs> so yeah. you'll get 1d6 from Hunter's Well, mark. he needs to hit it first, so just roll 2d20. Yeah, 2 to yeah. so I'm gonna roll uh, And it's the dex modifier, right? Yeah, you plus your dex, plus your proficiency. Plus proficiency, yeah. Plus plus 1 because you're a plus 1 magic bow. Yep. Alright. First roll is 26. That'll fucking do it. And... <laughs> that one's bad. Second roll is... 7. Wait, so you add 6 to your rolls? Hmm? So you're, you're uh, a plus 6, right? Um... 6... Oh no, that's... Wait, hold on. That's 8. Sorry. Okay, I was going to say, because if you're at plus 6, and you got a 26, yeah. that means you crit. Which, yeah. boy howdy. No, it was 8, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so, um, that first one definitely hit it. So you get your bow damage, hunter's mark damage, colossus slayer damage, and then all the other extra damages that your arrows do because of the crystals. Oh my god. <laughs> How did I not update my attack bonus? Jesus Christ. Right. Now next is, well after we figure this out, uh, next is Vin, so figure out your, what you want to do. Yeah I gotta figure out this, I gotta figure out this damage, so I can write it down, so that I can ever... <laughs> um, okay so... Okay so let's see, Hunter's work. where's my Hunter's Mark page? 100 mark 1d6 on and then so 6 1d6 and then which I have the um, let's see I have the d4 wait does the cold damage still count on there or does that, was yeah. that like yeah, yeah you get it so that all only when I smite. No, that's his bow does that. My bow, bow does it oh, okay. Bow. Sorry. So alright, this one. This thing is brutal Aww. as fuck. Like I picked this monster because it's like thematically appropriate, but like. Damn. <laughs> And then there's the uh, uh, what was the last thing that was added to the, the so that I could change the property? Yeah, you could you can make your arrow deal fire damage instead of physical damage if you want to, but you don't have to. Um, hmm. uh, just for the sake of getting this world going, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, good call. Um, so, um, let's see, um, and only one, and I, I, only one of those hit, right, yeah, so we're doing 1d6 plus 3, 1d8, 1d4, Sorry, someone came in. It's okay. <laughs> All right. uh, roll this. So if I am doing this correctly... That's not very much. <laughs> uh, let's see. Yeah, that was a terrible roll. I rolled like... I rolled 9. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Do you want to move? Um, can I just scoot back just a little bit? Yeah. Okay. Move back five feet. Okay. Uh, Ben, you're up. Hi. Yeah. I'm going to cast old monster. Okay. That's wisdom, right? That is a wisdom saving throw, correct? Does a eight beat your? Save now No? no? Alright, that thing is hell. Alright, so it's paralyzed. And um what that means for you guys is um attack rolls have advantage. And awesome. Any attack that hits the creature is automatically a critical if you are within five feet and <laughs> Oh, this thing is dead. <laughs> and I'm going to move the fuck away. Uh, <laughs> I would like to be. I, I don't know how close I am to the word now. 20 how feet. How close am I? 20 feet. 20 feet? Alright, I'd like to move. Uh, Mm-hmm. five feet away from this worm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. It uh, it's now Bork's initiative. All right. Bork is going to uh charge this thing because he's twenty feet away, correct? Yep. All right. So yeah, he's gonna do a charge and try to smite it as well if he hits. It does a twenty-three hit. Yep. Right. Just waiting.
1: I play a crit,
0: though. Right, yeah, it's just max damage. 5
1: plus 12,
0: is 8 times 3. Alright, 16, and then plus 8 would be 24. And then it does 1d6 radiate damage. And I don't think this is a fiend undead Slash UFA. Nope. Um so all of that together that is forty. I could make that twenty three. That'll be forty seven. plus another five because of damage. So fifty two. Alright. Damage. And then I'm also gonna hit it again because I can hit it again. Yep. And
1: if that hits,
0: then it's a bridge. Uh, Does a 20 hit it? Yeah. Okay. That's just another 50, whatever. Yeah, I'll go ahead and I'll do another um, smite. So, yeah, another 52. So, 104 damage total. Whoa! Teamwork, man! (laughs) I like that fight! Okay! (laughs) Ogden! Oh, he's also, uh, what is it? Sunk into the ground, and I'm going to see he's blind, and then... What does everybody get? Everybody gets the the deep core full damage. Uh, and movement speed. And movement speed. I think that's only me though. No, that everybody within 60 feet gets plus 10 movement speed. 60? I thought it was like 20. No, it's 60 feet and any allies within 30 feet get the 1d4 full damage. Yeah. Right. Which is pretty much everybody except for and me. And that's it. Mm. the end of my turn. Alright. Yeah. yeah. So, a turn. Yeah. He wants it on this, too. He's going to take... <laughs> whip out his base of disruption, quickly run up to the thing, because he can, because the thing's a fork, and then hit it. All right. Roll with advantage. Twice. Maybe. <laughs> kind of got this. Um, Does a... 16 hit on the first one? Yep. All right. Uh... 1d8 plus 2 strength, uh, automatic 10. And then I'm going to use my bonus action to hit him again. Woo. Uh oh yeah, that one's gonna hit. Automatic crit. Uh, another ten. I did 20 damage, guys! I hit a thing! You do you do more than that. No, no, I only did 20 damage. The D4? Oh yeah, the D4. Do those get maximized too? Yeah. All all so. all weapon dice get maximized for crits. Sweet! So, 28 damage. Yay, I did something! (laughs) Your weapon only deals 1d10? It deals 1d8 when I'm wielding it in one hand. And then I'm adding my strength damage to it. Okay, okay. Alright, 28 damage. Yay! I helped! Thank you, (laughs) Andre. Okay, it's it's taken 170 damage. Cool. Uh, initiative resets. Tenji, you up. Uh, time to beat the worm a little bit more. Ooh, no, I lied. Lair actions. Fuck. Yes, on zero. Lair action. Okay.
1: This is what we all love, right guys?
0: Okay. Do this? Um, what's up? Do the lair actions still happen if the creature is paralyzed? Yes, because it's the the lair is doing it, not it. Okay. So, um, what is it? Yeah. Okay. The twenty feet out, like a twenty foot radius outside of its normal space, becomes rough terrain for until the end of the turn. And basically he casts Edvard's Black Tentacles in it. So everyone that's in that space, which is everyone except for Haman Karn and Vin, make a deck save. I'm still getting the plus two because I'm right next okay. to Bork, right? Yep. Okay, good. That's a 15. Okay. Bork got a 12. Okay, and how And not how Hamakarn, uh, Tenchi. Right, uh, I'm still beat the worm. <laughs> He's asking for your deck save. Yeah, you're being deck saved. Oh. Really? That's okay. I mean, even though I'm on top. Oh, right, I'm on top of it. Oh, yeah, that's a. That's a 27. Alright, so you'll pass. But, uh. The Divine Beaters. But it's just what I'm going to start calling the two of you.
1: (laughs) Um,
0: Okay. You two both take um, 13 bludgeoning damage and are restrained. Okay. Uh, Tenji, you take none of that effect. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And on each of your turns, you guys can take a strength or dexterity saving throw to break free of the tentacles. Mm. Okay. Oh, so only the area within him is uh, is affected by the magic tentacle spell. Yeah. So him and the and twenty feet around him. Okay. Okay. fair. So Vin ran twenty five feet away, and Haman Karn took a five foot step, which was thankfully yeah. exactly enough to put him out of the range of his tentacles. <laughs> so at his feet, took a bunch of writhing tentacles. Yeah, they were like, "We gonna get you," and he's like, Mm-mm. "Nah, hell yeah, that's why I play long range, baby." <laughs> mm. you You're Get up. out of dodge. Yeah. Okay, now I'm gonna do this. <laughs> <laughs> Or you know, be equal, I mean worms, so it's gonna be four attacks. Yep. First one is a nineteen. Uh that'll hit. Second is a <laughs> uh, a sixteen. Oh. You know I'm not gonna take your damage away, Ogden, but it has sixteen AC. So, Damn it. so so this is gonna miss. I'm not lying. Oh. It's like right there. Okay. Cool. I just showed you everything else. Fuck. Alright, that'll make up for it. That's a uh, 24. Yeah. Two hits. And uh, 17. Alright, so yeah. Three hits, one miss. And it's still paralyzed, right? Right. So just three criticals for you. Yeah, so uh, 14, 28, 36. And it. Wait. 14, 28. Yeah, 36. And it can't make reactions until the end of my next turn. Okay. Oh, and make a Constitution saving throw. Wait, Constitution? Well, what are you doing? Are you doing Stunning Fist? Uh, Stunning Strike, yeah. It's, uh, uh, succeed a Constitution saving throw a 14. It got a, uh, 24, actually. What? You know what? All right, it's fine. Wait, what's it? Constitution. Okay. Get out of here with your number crunch. And that is all of it. All right. It is now its initiative. It is going to make a wisdom saving throw to break the spell. It will pass. Because your DC is what? My AC? Your DC, DC. for your uh, hold monster effect. That is a 16. Yeah, it'll break that. Uh, and it is upset about that itch on its neck. She. Um, I wonder Great. So it is going to make only one tentacle attack on Tenchi. But I assume that a 24 will hit you. Uh, yes. Yes, it will. Do I have enough? Deals. And I'm going to parry that. Good call. You take, or it is attempting to deal you, uh, 18 damage. Right, I have to remember what parry is. Uh, you. Or what the. You roll. Uh, put my Dex modifier. Yeah. Okay. That's good. Eight points of damage reduced. All right. You take ten damage. All right. Make a strength saving and then... throw as the tentacle wraps around you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Botched. I got a one. You are swallowed. That is the second time this has happened in this campaign. <laughs> A swallowed creature is blinded and restrained. has total cover against attacks and other effects outside of the Neolithic. Mm-hmm. I can't do shit until he shits me out. Well, no. Great. No. Restrained is not paralyzed. Okay. uh, Here, I'll grab the status sheet and tell you what restrained puts on you. A restrained... Person, speed becomes zero, and it can't gain, it can't benefit any bonuses to its speed. Attack rolls against you have disadvantage, uh, have advantage, and you attack with disadvantage, and you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Oh, this is going to be real fun. You're going to kung fu your way out of it? Better. Oh, boy. Oh, he doesn't know. (laughs) Oh, <laughs> Alright Hamakan, you up. Alright. Alright. I'm going to... shoot it. Alright. Roll well, your two attacks. Alright. Um, do we still have advantage? No. Or Okay. Uh, ah, jeez. Okay, I rolled a. Uh, right, I only got. I basically, I got uh, one of them hits. I got uh 26. Okay, that twenty six will hit. Yeah, yeah. The other one, I rolled a one, so that did not hit. All right, we'll go ahead and roll your damage, same as last round. Okay, so let's. So I, oh, I have, I have, D four. I have, I have a D four radiant damage. I just. That yeah. I did not realize I had. Yeah, so I'm fairly certain four. your di- your damage dice is two d two d ten. Two d four. Yeah. Plus one d eight from Colossus Slayer. Plus one d six from Hunter's Mark. Plus two d four. Uh yeah okay so. Oh gosh. Is two d ten? Yeah. 2 d and then 2d4, 1d8, 1d8, and 1d6. 1d8 and 1d6, yeah. You just throw all that and then add your dex mod plus one. Yeah. Right here we go. That's some fucking dice. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. Very crystal clear blue yeti sound. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so I I, I assume that blue yeti is the microphone company you got or product. Uh. Yeah. No. Well, it's blue is the company and the and the yeti is the mic. Um. You know, Blue as a company, if you're listening, um, this is not an ad. It could be an ad. (laughs) Pay us with microphones and we'll plug you in every episode. All right, so what'd you get? Uh, 30. Alright. A touch more respectable. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I d- got him. Did you want to move again? Oh, man. Uh, I was just outside of the range or anything, but I feel like, like I'm just... Mm. I don't know how much moving, how much more back I want to move. <laughs> right. What's, what's, am I aware of what's behind me? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you can look over your shoulder and just see nothing of. Nothing? Yeah, just more space. <laughs> uh, I'll stand my ground then. Okay. Um, it is now. Then you're up. All right, I am going to use Fireball. Okay. I was going to use Lightning Bolt, but I was worried about frying my friend on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good call. Electrocuting a thing that has your friend inside of it could have some nasty side effects. Yeah, I'm just going to toast them a little bit. Yeah. Um, that's a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Wow. 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 Uh, four.
1: All right. <laughs> so that's ten D six.
0: Buck. Oh. Next up is Bork. Next is Bork? Yep. Oh right. well, I'm a hand it again and send the um Bonus to, to the advantage to hit it. Gone. I'm gonna go ahead and battle this thing. Well, you're restrained, aren't you? No, I'm restrained. Well, you're restrained because you're inside of it. Oh, uh, oh yeah, I'm yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, no, I, I have to rank, uh save and throw. I'm sorry about well, that. No, no, no. You just, and, you can still attack it, but bear in mind that your attacks are a at disadvantage. Okay, well then I'm going to about uh, it kill it so that I I negate that. Yep. So that was thirty-seven damage. Nice, thirty-seven. Wait, um, that attack is for twenty-five to hit, so that's gonna hit. Yeah, got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> I'm gonna really go ahead and burn my last uh, second level um
1: spell thing
0: and Ogryn, you up next. Damage. How much damage? 36. Okay. And then I've also got another attack uh, that is a 21 to hit. That'll hit it. Alright, and so this one I'm going to go ahead and burn just a 1st level spell. Alright. Just that. 16, 21 damage. It is kilt. Woo! <laughs> oh man. What? Um, and then its death throws. It vomits Tenchi onto the ground. Tenchi, you take acid damage. You take okay 19 acid damage. Mm, I don't get a dodge or anything, okay. No, you're covered in acid! I, okay! <laughs> I thought maybe I could, like, ninja my way you, out You of can't that. dodge... You cannot dodge stomach acid when you're in a stomach. <laughs> <laughs> you're not that good. Now, hold on. <laughs> uh, 19 from 54 All right. 35. And as this thing retches and and explodes in black smoke, uh, the bead is hovering in the air above the ground, and around it is Luna's halo. Oh boy. Um, A sort of uh, light sort of shoots from the halo at the bead, and the bead shatters. And the halo floats over, uh, and Luna receives it. And like rests it above her, her head as it was before. She, she, she thanks you for your service that you've done for her, and now that she is at full strength again, she will bestow her blessing upon the party, giving you uh, a level up. So, um, everyone should be at level ten, except for Tenshi who should be a level eleven. And uh, each of you guys get Luna's blessing, which is again different for, for each of you. Tenchi. Yes. Yeah. If you um, attack, if you take the attack action without flurry of blows, it you are you may in, so instead of let me, let me say it this way. When you take the attack action, you may use a key point and do um, and and change the property of your attacks in in a way that's different than flurry of blows. You gain like claws on your hands that are the same gilded light that Luna is made of. Your attacks deal in a di- your attacks that round deal an additional 1d4 necrotic each. And then you heal temporary hit points equal to the amount of necrotic damage you do. Oh shit. Nice. It just replaces Flurry of Blows if I choose to? Yeah, it's basically think of it as an, another option to Flurry of Blows. Dude <laughs> yeah. Alright. That uh that will work. Bork. When you smite something. As <laughs> I do. Uh, you irradiate another level of your aura everyone within 30 feet weapons will gain a, a symbol or an iconography of the moon. Um, this will last as long as they're within that 30 foot radius of you. Uh-huh. Everyone who, uh, who hits something with a weapon for a limit one per round deals an extra 1d6 necrotic damage that necrotic damage will provide temporary hit points oh my god i could double stack no you can't well, oh damn well sorry you can but you only get the d6 for one attack okay fair um does that include me or just yes you get this as well Uh, sorry, you broke up. Could you repeat that? Yeah. You get you get this benefit as well. Yep. Okay. Cool. Thank you. Also, there I forgot to write down exactly what um, happens when I, you know, every time I vow to anonymity somebody. Yeah. After uh, every round that I don't hit them. Um. I get some sort of bonus or something, I was really stupid and I did not write it down oh. but that bonus was. So you sort of build like a, like a grudge each round, you don't hit them? Yeah. And when you finally do, for every round of combat that you didn't, you deal- you spend all of that and deal an additional d10 damage. So it's like up to a proficiency bonus on a round. Yes, rounds, I think. yes. And there was a cap of up to my um, like hit dice or something like that. Or proficiency bonus. proficiency yep. bonus. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Alright. Ogden. Yes. You gained the light domain spell list. Oh, well, neat. And the, uh, the channel divinity radiance of the dawn feature from the light domain. Alright, neat. Um. Shit, there was something else to this. Oh, shit. Uh, there was another thing I wanted to give you, but I can't remember what it is. When I find out my notes, I'll let you know. Probably on Facebook. Alright. Um. Okay. Hum and corn. Yes. If you shoot somebody and the moon's light is on your bow, you deal an additional 1d4 necrotic damage that heals you equal to the amount of damage you dealt with that d4. As temporary hit points like everyone else. So this is only when the moons are out? This, I, I was very specific. If moonlight is touching his bow, he does that extra d4. Interesting. Good then, yes. Yeah. Luna's blessing for you makes you gain you gain the Great Old Ones expanded spell list. Oh sure. You also... Sorry. Trying to find where I have this. Oh. Yeah, so you gain... The great one, the great old one, expanded spell list. Okay. And you gain an additional spell slot. <laughs> yeah, that, that spell list is actually pretty good. Okay. And you now have access to all three uh, expanded lists. Yeah. Damn. What list are those? There's the fiends, uh, the great old one, and the Fey. Okay. So, I believe you have access to all three of them now. Yep. Magic DM. Um, Hayden, have you looked at what the Radiance of Dawn does? Mm. Don't know if he's listening. Yeah, i Yeah, I was just reading it, sorry. (laughs) Oh, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, basically, I can banish magical darkness and do uh, radiant damage. Yeah, you just kind of explode with radiant man- radiant damage. Cool. 2d8 plus your cleric level. I'm feeling safe. And I can cast fireballs now. Yes, you oh, can. Oh God. <laughs> hey, <twin team. laughs> yep. All right. I get another clarification on um my my blessing. Yes. Uh, for the product damage is. It's every time that somebody within 30 feet hits an enemy. Is it just, like, once per encounter or, like, every round? Every round. Okay. Cool. cool. All right. But it is limited to one instance per round, so, like... All right, first so th- one instance per round. Yeah. Whereas Tenchi gets it for... Both of his attacks. Oh yeah, my uh, Flurry of Blood attack. Whoever needs to heal, we'll we'll probably get it. Hopefully. Oh no, you give it to everyone that's in the aura. Yeah, but if it's only one instance per round. No, as in the first attack, I would... Only one person uh, per round can do it? No, 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 no. You basically... That happens... Everyone gets this effect and each person can activate it with one attack. Okay. So just like the ice. So for the attack, people that hit twice, it, it won't count for the second attack. Right. But each person okay. can yeah. reap that benefit once per round. Okay. Alright. So uh now the the now that cool. that's all been resolved, um Something scary starts to happen. Great. The moon oh, well. Yay. The moon begins to fall. <laughs> oh shit. Whee! But Dora's mask? Is that you? <laughs> I grab the horn out of whoever's backpack. I think Og no, I think Jim is the one that hands it, and I just blow on it. <laughs> okay. Um Ogden's actually the one that has it, and I think he's beating you to it because it's on his back. <laughs> Oh, by the way, uh Haman Karn, the horn summons Prim, the dragon. Cool. So, you blow on the horn, and then a minute later, uh, as as the, the moon is falling out of the sky, you can see Prim flying through the clouds in the distance, heading right towards you all. Uh... Prim lands with a shattering thud and tells you all that this is this is a tight spot. Yes, no time for explanations. No I just though. jump on the road and back. Yeah, we're doing. <laughs> Which, out of context, that sounds really weird. <laughs> so Prim leaps off, and uh, as you begin to fly away from the moon, um, you can see it falls into the giant lake of, uh, southern, uh, d- Boy, I hope there were any other halflings and caskets in that lake. That might have been bad. I'm pretty sure it's just dissolving in sparkle and dust at this point. Probably. Yeah, it's, it's made of magic, so it did hit the water, but it's like, you know... Oh, uh, question. What happened to the werewolves that were still, like, bound on the moon? Oh, they're fucked. <laughs> they're dead.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah pretty much.
1: <laughs> they did.
0: Yep. Uh, Prim asks if you want to go back down to the... where the moon was, like, where you guys came from, or if you wanted to go somewhere else. I don't know. I wouldn't mind going back down to the lake. Where's the next crystal? Can we take a nap first? We just had a really, really weird day. <laughs> yeah, it might be pertinent to go through the uh, towns and see if any of the denizens are returning to them and trying to help repair some of the damage from the tidal wave that the moon probably calls and causes by falling into the lake. Right. <laughs> so, Ogden's supposed to go down and help. All right. So, Prim takes you down to the outskirts of the fishing hamlet that you have been to. Uh, and you can see the several hundred werewolves that were there are now several hundred people in varying states of undress due to being in lycanthropic state for so long, and uh, all very, very confused. <laughs> see, I blame them. So one of them sort of steps forward to you all, uh, trying their best to ignore the dragon and goes... <laughs> Right. Uh, and and say, what happened? I can't remember the past few months of my life. you don't try to remember those past few months of them. Well, he asks quite blindly, <laughs> and he wants to know what happened. I actually think we should tell him. Do you really want to ruin innocent people's lives by telling them that they're probably murdered? Well... So- you don't have to tell them everything. We don't know everything, but... We do know that some people have come to live with the curse, so being aware of it, they could probably come to live with it, too. Um, Ogden kind of speaks up and announces to them. The last few months for everyone have been, uh, whisked away into, uh, into shadow because you all have not been in your right minds. You were afflicted with lycanthropy and, um, were under the influence of a false moon, which has now fallen into the lake. Now that the moon is gone, you all have returned to your senses. There is a town not too far from here. A little village called... As August checks his notes. <laughs> uh, wrong side of the page. Wrong page entirely. Thornton, Thordin? Yeah, it was something like... Thornton and Oh gosh. I swear I have it. Hold That's on. fine. Anyway, the town that you went that you guys were at before. Yeah. There it is. Yeah, Tordale. 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 Uh, they might be able to uh, offer you assistance in living with your curse if you should seek them out. Um, you hear Luna's voice whisper into your ears. Their their lycanthropy was was upon them, and I have removed it. Okay, so disregard everything I just said. Apparently, the uh, the divines have uh, removed your curse. Never mind. There seems to be a, a moment of joy amongst the crowd, uh, because moments before they were fucking terrified. <laughs>
1: Just me... maybe I'm
0: Maybe that just maybe you
1: just
0: no, maybe you, you just let him do that <laughs> that was, was max. Yeah. Thanks Luna. That would have been good. I would know. Pointman masterball. Okay. Yeah. I feels <laughs> <laughs> oh, like now he's going to go on this thing. In a barrel of ale, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah, he takes out his McGurk slurks and just starts drinking. Sure. And doesn't stop. (laughs) Told you not to tell him. (laughs) So it sort of seems like the the more uh, well-acclimated people seem to start making their way back into the hamlet, maybe to find their old homes, maybe to start rebuilding. But overall, it seems like things will probably work out for these people. So, Uh-oh, you're breaking ass. Yeah, having a hard time hearing you. Oh, sorry about that. How am I now? Uh, coming in clear. Sound okay. good. Uh, sorry. So, it seems like uh, people are trying to put themselves back together. Block, they, some people seem to be wandering back into the fishing hamlet, maybe to rebuild, maybe to find their old property. But uh, it seems like things are going to work out for these people who have been tossed back into reality. Okay Alright So where to? I suppose some sort of inn so we can spend the night And right, do we have any more information on any of the other crystals? Or crystal or Well, the, uh, the two elves um, Zayak and Char- oh, Yeah, were they still with us? Yeah. No, they never oh, good Lord, not. They never joined you up on the moon yeah, okay. Yeah, they, they never joined us as far as the town, I don't think. Yeah. Um, but, they said that whispers of Sylphid came from the north, so probably on the northern end of this island is where we'll meet, or at least have some sort of, uh, you know, encounter with Sylphid, or at least a better direction. Okay. Yeah, that's and by island, of course, I mean this particular continent. All right. We're so close to finishing it. Let's finish it. All right. So, you guys are going to head to Yalzar Minor? Yep. And again, I'm going to be casting uh, restor- uh, Lesser Restoration and Greater Restoration to keep Krim from getting too fatigued during the trip. Gotcha. <coughs> All right. Prim estimates to you that it will be uh, about a week's flight to Yalzar Minor. From where you are. Boy, this be taking the yellow rail. Yeah, sure. You're on a fucking dragon. Well, it's kind of hard to... Yeah, I was about to say, it's kind of hard, hard to take the yellow rail over vast quantity of water. Alright, so... You guys make yourselves ready and take off. Uh, during your rest of the day... Luna and Gnome appear to you on Prim's Brack. Prim's Brack? Prim's Back. That's <laughs> the Brack. That's great. They show you that since the two halves of the Earth, Earth Crystal have been uh, brought together again, the crystal can now be fully formed once more. And when you pass Detroit, they will leave you for a few days, to form the crystal back again. Should we just go to Detroit and take a day? <laughs> I mean, well, it's an information hub. I mean, we kind of have an idea of where we're going. Um, although I do think a, uh, a vacation and a rest is very well-deserved. I'm of the opinion that we're kind of, time is of the essence. So, all i is to just muscle through and keep going. Right, but we don't have any clear indication of where we're supposed to be going. So the North is- Right, the North is a big area. Oh. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the Queen of Detroit would be more than willing to help the heroes of the current Crystal Conflict... and probably have some more information on what you're doing. Perhaps. Alright, not a good idea to go in blind. Why not? It's worked so well for us previously. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Alright. So, with with sort of reforming the Earth Crystal, um, the like every other time you've uh, brought a crystal back to form before, you received a gift. Um, for re- for fixing the fire crystal, you received Prim. Um. For uh, for repairing the water crystal, you all um, received the escort out of the jungle. Oh. And That's true. Yeah. And here, you all gain the ability, the the following abilities. Like, and this is every character gets this. Know exactly what it is. I just don't know where to find it. One moment. Each of you, if your feet are on the ground, always know what direction is north. You always know exactly what time of day it is and how long, huh? I just said nice. And exactly how much time before sunrise or sunset. And um, oh, what is it, <clears throat> oh, I just had it, oh, why'd I do this? <laughs> And uh, if any of you ever um, try and hunt, you will always find bounty. More boars. Wonderful. You could. I got <laughs> kicked bad. out of hangout. Or something. Oh, sorry. If you ever go and look for food, you mm-hmm. will always find it within an hour. Whoa. Like, the Earth literally will produce food for you to find. <laughs> nice. Really useful for uh, some of those outdoorsy forks, like the uh, rangers, I suppose. You know, and yeah. also having to feed weird land sharks. That helps, too. That was a thing that you missed, unfortunately. They had to feed a land shark. Twice. It was fun. Yeah. His name was bully Bull. Yeah. He was a sweetie. Anywho, <clears throat> so a couple of days of flight occur, and uh, Prim, without your inner, your your request, turns towards the mountains, uh, for which you know Detroit Light lies at the base of. Uh, Prim tells you that the the spirits are telling her to go that way. And when you arrive near the edge of the mountain range, Gnome and Luna leap from Prim's back, join hands, and become the Earth Crystal again. Oh. And the crystal floats ever after. The, the crystal floats over to above the one of the mountain peaks and then drills itself into the heart of the mountain. Oh. Mm. Let's just hope Zorn doesn't try to take a bite out of us. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> so, uh, you guys want to go to Detroit or head north? Let's head to Detroit. Okay. I'm being outvoted. <laughs> you guys, uh, Prim asks if you want to just go straight into the castle's courtyard or do you want to be let to let down outside of Detroit? Outside of Detroit, please.
1: I can cast invisibility
0: yeah. on uh, all of us as well. Uh, oh, just while we're landing? And then she can assume her human form? Mm-hmm. Alright. I don't think that... I, I think she's bringing that up and also still wants to land outside of the town. I don't think that Lauren is suggesting that, no, it's cool, I'll just cast invisibility, take us to the castle.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: no. yeah. No. Absolutely. Land outside. Okay. Town. Thank God. That's just go just free, that's that just made my uh stretched away. <sighs> <out>. Right. How
1: bad would that be?
0: It would no. be pretty badass. <laughs> no. And, no, man, <laughs> we'd probably get murderized. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the ballistas would turn inside, and that would be really bad. But <laughs> up until then, it would so. be pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Uh, once we're in. Like pretty good view of the city. I'll cast um, invisibility. Okay. So you guys are invisible as Prim descends and lands, and uh, after you guys uh, get off of her, she takes her human form.
1: Woo!
0: And which to That's which she she sort of just tells you all. Last time we stayed together, I understand I made things complicated for you. I'm going to go enjoy the wilderness for a few days. Call me when you need me. That's fine. Okay. We're just glad you're fine. Take more than a few hunters to harm me. With that, she sort of just picks a direction and walks away. (laughs) And uh, as you guys turn to the great lands of detroit we will end it for the night and uh thank you for joining us um another crystal restored another spirit brought back to the the, the light side and uh hey everyone leveled up so that's cool mm-hmm. yeah. yep so thank you for tuning in with us tonight i am as always your dungeon master kenny we have our full party with us for the end of the night, starting with our paladin. that would be me, Michelle, playing Bork. Our monk. Uh, that be me playing Tenshi, the Worm Beater. I don't know if you want to be. <laughs> I don't know if you want to be known on the internet as the Worm Beater. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take you it, guys. He wants to beat worms. All right. I'll take it. Uh, our 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 <laughs> warlock. Hi, I'm Lauren, playing Vin. Our cleric. That'd be me, Hayden, playing Ogden, the dwarven cleric. And our last but not least, our ranger. That's uh, Paris playing Hanan Karn. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a nice night. Mm -hmm. Good night. Good night. (laughs) Bye.